guys. It's that time. It's been a while. Ooh, I don't even know if anyone's going to listen to this on SoundCloud, but you better if you liked our show before because we have a huge announcement to make. Huge. You better get back into it. You know, <laughs> it's not really that huge if you've been following the podcast or lack thereof, but um, this is our last official Audio Files podcast. This is the last one, number 24. Um, yeah, so oh, I didn't even introduce ourselves. It's not like we need to really do that at this point. I don't think no introduction the last necessary. One. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just in case you're wondering, my name is Rashad Peters. You can find me online at ds underscore Wyatt Earp and my co-host. Yeah, my name is Dustin Brookshire, and you can find me online at devious underscore db on uh, Instagram and Twitter. And uh, you can also find me devious decibels on bstars.com. If you're on that, uh, if you're an artist checking out beats, go hit me up. Or if you're another producer, follow me on there too. Like, there's a dope little producer community over there that I'm kind of digging on right now. With the smooth beat star promo, I like it. That's like right. It. That's I right. We fuck with beat stars. Um, yeah, for sure. This is the Audio Files podcast. Uh, we traditionally on this podcast talk about. A lot of things audio related uh, as far as like tech goes, as far as, you know, techniques on how to sell beats online or some stuff that we were or that we are doing to actually try and and get a foothold in this industry. Um, But you know what? This episode is going to be more about uh, where we are right now and where we're going, Um, you know, because even though this is the last Audio Files podcast episode, it's definitely not the end of the audio files. Nope. Um, <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Shout out E40. Um, if you have been following us, if you even listened to the last episode, we talked about the audio files 2.0. Um, that is in full effect now. As in, yeah. And as a matter of fact, it's live. Um, we actually do the show live. All of them are archived, though, so you can watch all of our past episodes if you weren't aware that we were doing this now. Um but yeah, so uh, the Audio Files is no longer the Audio Files podcast. It's the Audio Files show. And you can yeah, find yeah. us on YouTube at the Audio Files show. Just search that and we should come right up. So Yeah, man. It's been uh, it's been fun, too, because like the 15 minutes to finish is uh, it's a good challenge. And it's uh, yeah, man, working through some more challenges with with Ohm Studio. Um, I think I think it's getting there as far as like the workflow. Um, we just need Ohm to pick up some slack, man. Um, start start supporting your your product a little bit more. I know the 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 usage on it's a little bit low right now. But man, get, get in there and uh, get your hands dirty with it again, because I think it, it could get a real big push behind it. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, it's really just a one of a kind piece of software. Like nobody is really doing what they're doing in on, on the DAW front. Like it, as far as collaboration goes, mm-hmm. I, I say it all the time. It's the best way to do it. Like there's <clears throat> no better way. Like see, even sending files we transfer has gotten yeah. pretty easy to like share files, but it's just not like working in real time with, you know, like Google doc style with your home. Yeah. So, and we talked about it before, I think, like how, what it would take for like Logic or a Pro Tools to do something like that. And like, I, I just, you don't even see the push for it. And I think 
like that's kind of the problem with it right now is like just ohm really doesn't have the backing with their software developers they're not they're kind of not supporting it but like i'm still gonna fuck with it like that's not gonna stop me at this point and like i'll just keep pushing on it until hopefully they get to the point that they're like oh hey look there's this group of people um but yeah we definitely want people to get on there too and start collaborating with everybody everybody right yeah yeah i mean for as small as the community is it is really active um like i was just on there talking in chat today with somebody just shooting the shit and uh everybody seems to be real cool every once in a while you get like a little troll in there but for the (laughs) most part for did i I tell you about that by the way i didn't tell you about that some some dude (laughs) some dude came into the own chat like like just totally shitting on ohm like talking about how it was a shitty daw and like all this stuff and uh lance lance the sound guy if you ever do download ohm he's like someone who's been there for a long ass time he's kind of like i would guess you could say like the makeshift moderator of the chat so lance gets on there and he's like uh (laughs) he's like well you don't have to use this (laughs) and then he was like (laughs) he's like yeah i don't i use uh what the fuck it was like some like acid pro or something like oh, he's like i'd much what? rather use acid pro he's like just spend the money on acid pro don't use ohm and we're like dude you're totally missing the point of ohm the point of ohm is to collaborate like yeah. if you're not collaborating on ohm then yeah i guess it's kind of like not that great but i don't i didn't even know acid pro was still around until he I said think- that doesn't dj Payne one still use acid pro like the videos but he, he uses posts on old fa- version though yeah, he does. He's he, like he's he's a throwback. He definitely has been on that shit for a long ass time. Like I haven't heard anybody repping for Acid Pro recently in any form or fashion. So that's hysterical. But um, he was yeah. such a douchebag too. I I wish I remembered his name so that you know I could go back and fucking because he did on uh, Ohm is also on Steam and you can like leave a yeah. review for it and he left like a shitty review for it. And I was like, ah oh, man. You are just you just don't get it, and now you're trying to make it look bad for everybody. You That's suck. the thing. Like some people just want to fucking troll other people, and like they'll just do that stupid shit. It's so pointless. But like, <clears throat> there's things about Ohm that even like the hiccups that it has, and and we call it the Ohm Studio trick when we gotta shut out of it and and fucking get back in there. Um, but even with that shit being said, like the audio editing function of it is super clean and super itty- easy. The MIDI editing seems to be super clean and super easy. Um, the quantize works well. I think the only problem you've come across with it was like with the the cl- the click count in, but like I haven't really encountered too many problems with that click count in portion of it. Um, it is a really basic doll. Like you're not getting a lot of bells and whistles, but it's free and you can get on the internet and real time work with somebody over Skype. Um, and in Anywhere. our case. B- broadcast it live um anywhere in the world so yeah like i mean that that of it alone for me makes it worth it just to use it even if i only use it for the sessions like when we're fucking around it's still worth it to that because it's free and even if i wanted to pay whatever it was 49 bucks i think there is one of the pay options i don't i can't get into the subscription yet just because it's not actively supported by the developers i don't think i think that's my only hang up on the subscription have you have you tried to report your contact bug no, I haven't yet. Do um, that shit, yeah. bro. I think I think that's the thing. Uh, you think anybody's checking those right now, though? I well, mean, <laughs> I mean, this is like inside baseball. I don't know why we're talking, but whatever. It's the last episode. I mm-hmm. I can't really send an email to them 
and be like, hey, you guys aren't supporting your software when we haven't like done all that we can do to give them the info and be right, like, look, right. we've already reported these bugs. Like what's going on? It's been X amount of days, you know? Yeah. So like, yeah, I'll, I'll that, get on the bug reporter. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I have to, too, for expand. Um, but yeah, that, that definitely, it's nice that they have that though, just yeah. to kind of get back into it. It's nice that they actually do have like a little bug reporter sort of program because they're well aware that this program is kind of like, man, it, I, I just really hope it's not vaporware. Like, I just hope that they're just not like, uh, well, no, we're not ever going to support it. And yeah, it was just a cool idea, you know, even if it's, they it's do though, like really it's still a cool dope. idea. I'll probably still use it. <laughs> yeah. That's a, you know, like that's the funny thing too, is like the problems always seem kind of inconsistent with it. Um, like me not being able to load contact, but like I load expand in there and I have no problem with it, but you've had problems with using expand. So yeah, like it's kind of interesting to see how the problems are kind of inconsistent from platform to platform, like user to user. So yeah, I'm, it's definitely gonna be a situation to get in there and, uh, start reporting some bugs and hopefully get those guys at least, at least show them that there's interest still. Do you think the, uh, the rest of the, the chat room is doing that reporting the bugs i highly doubt it they don't ah, seem like they don't seem like they're they're trying to do what we're trying to do though a That's lot of true. them seem like rock based like live instruments you know yeah like i, and, I got in a session with lance that. and he had some vsts but nothing that like our community would kind of use like the hip-hop beat making community he yeah. had a bunch of like other other ones which you yeah. know were, it worked for him so but uh yeah at the at the end of the day though man like we're just trying we're just trying to not <laughs> i guess not kind of put ourselves in a box as just being like type b producers and that's it you yeah. know and we want to get everybody else involved like we're the games that we play are kind of meant to make you a better producer at least yep. like theoretically you know and we're kind of trying to prove that through the video so yeah, yeah. No, it's a good time yeah, I mean, that type beat thing, too, is interesting because, like, it's kind of evolving into this giant, like, civil war right. among producers at this point. Like, you have kind of one side where they're, they're just like, fuck type beats, and then the other people are like, we're eating off of this shit, so fuck you. Um, and it's like, like where do you where do you end up falling on that? Like, I mean... <clears throat> you got to kind of follow marketing trends because ultimately in the end, this is a, a business to that you're trying to make money with. So like, you know, I, it's hard for me personally because I listen to a lot of new hip hop, I, but I don't listen to it at, at excessive amounts. So sometimes when I make beats, like I can hear, yeah, okay, this is a so-and-so type beat. So I can label it as that. But mm. for me all the time, like I'm really trying to put, you know, emotion or feeling behind a beat when I make it. So like when I tag my beats and putting them up on beat stars, I'm more putting tags like, you know, happy, sad, you know, right. determined, uh, accomplished, whatever, you know, to, to tag those so that hopefully people that are trying to make a little bit of music with some feeling and know, okay, this is where I can look. But yeah, I think like that's been one of my, my big struggles recently is like with mm. the whole tight beat thing. Cause I'm like, yeah, I could hear so, you know, I might hear like a future on a beat or, um, you know, like the Migos or something like that. Cause that's some of the stuff I hear on the radio, but I'm, I don't know, like I'm, 
Yeah. New hip hop for me is real kind of hit and miss. Like there's a lot of it that I do check for, um, but there's a lot of it that I I get like 16 bars into it and I'm just like, nope, skip on to the next. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. Uh, Illmind just had a blab chat about this and it was, it's just weird to see all of these industry guys like, like across the board, they're all pretty much against type beats. Like, mm. I don't think they get it though. Because Mm-mm. the way that they talk, it's like, oh, you're selling your beats for $20. You're selling your beats for $0.99. Cents. And it's like yeah. no one's selling anything. Like we're leasing beats for $20. So like yeah. the argument they were making was like, I, I don't think a producer should sell a beat for anything less than $500. And mm-hmm. I agree. Like that's a good, nice round amount, you know. But when everyone's trying to be a rapper – you know, like, are you going to, then it just becomes a question of like, where do you want to spend your time? Do you want to spend your time trying to get that one big fish that you might be able to get like with no credit, like, and you don't have any credits, you know, like, and you're just trying to kind of get your foot in the door. You might be able to get that five hundo. It's probably going to take you a long time. Or do you want to just make your online beat store and then lease a beat that gets hot and get 500 from that? You know, and not have to, in uh, some cases, you won't even have to like push it to 50 different or however many artists it would take you. Like what? I I don't even know how uh, 25 artists to get 500, you know? So like it's just it's just so crazy to me to see like these huge, huge names like uh, Ninth Wonder got caught up in, in the shit. And now Illmind just made a whole podcast basically saying that if you're a type B producer, you'll never reach legendary status or that it'll be super, super hard for you to do that. And it's just like, why don't you understand that this is a marketing tool? Yeah, it it really it really is. It's not like it's I don't know if this is necessarily like the the new generation of producers but like we have to be smart about how we market shit and how we reach artists and like so much is put off of like google adwords and you know facebook ads and like how you're going to market these beats and I, i mean definitely from a personal standpoint like it bothers me to see so many rappers that when you listen to them and you see them like they yeah they're they're fucking exactly alike like that part is is tough but like i mean as far as as marketing to those artists to try to generate money as a producer i mean i think you kind of hit it like i I mean the chances of you getting a beat in front of these people and actually getting like a split sheet filled out on it and making sure that you're going to get your proper royalties and shit like that your pros having to wait you gotta wait so like i mean yeah there's all you're always as a producer i think gonna go after that big fish like you that i mean for me personally yeah i want to get a record with like i want to get a record with tech nine or i want to get it with a kendrick or you know like some of these big artists a j cole i would love to get a, a, a fucking beat in front of these people um but in the meantime I'm still a struggling producer who's bringing in minimal income off my beats. So if I can lease beats every single month for 20, 30 bucks, that makes sense to do it. And and if I got to label it that it's a, you know, a future type beat or Amigos type beat or a race murder type beat, whatever, like 
then that's what it is, you know? And, and if that's how people are going to see it, then that's what it is. It's like when you drive down the freeway and you see billboards on the side of the freeway for Coca-Cola and you think, go to the store next time, you're like, you know what? I think I want a Coca-Cola today. It's right. like, it's kind of, it's that same, it's the same principle. It's just how marketing has changed. And, um, like as much as I respect Illmind and Ninth Wonder, like I think they may have got a little too far into their feelings about it. Yeah, and they're a little out I, of touch. Yeah, well, I mean, they're successful at this point. Like, right. and, and there's that. That's not a bad thing. I'm not saying that that that's a shitty thing that they're successful. Congratulations to them. But I like, you know, it's that thing that there's a million other producers out here that are like we're all struggling to try to eat off of this plate. And right, if we're not doing the what. Ind- Oh, God. Yeah, kind of, kind of the, the path that's laid been laid down at this point, which is kind of the tight beat fad. Like, it's a, it's a, it's a tough road for us. It's a tough haul. I will say this: that they did make some good points about like trying to build artists and like actually working with artists that you believe in. You should definitely yep. do that. But I don't think the two things are mutually exclusive. I think you can do that while you're making your lease money. And yep. like, you know, figure out a way to where it even makes sense for you to invest into an artist, because if you're still working a nine to five and they're still working a nine to five, like how, how far oh, are you yeah. really going to go? You know, yep. like it's, you can do it, but like, who really wants to do that? It like, that's not, no one sets out to be like, oh, I'm going to work this nine to five and just push beats and like have an <laughs> a artist that's mediocre, do local shows and then like maybe get a hundred, couple hundred every month like no nobody wants to fucking do that they want to quit their no. job and be like you know i make beats I for make, a living. I, like that's yeah i make music for a limit yeah right. right everyone who who's been a musician or, or has is involved in this like producer community now like i think that's everybody's goal yeah like i mean i i definitely don't sit at my day job going you know what this is fucking great i love sitting here for fucking eight hours a day right. when i could actually be at home you know banging out you know six seven beats <laughs> throughout the and, day right and then i get to go <laughs> home and make beats oh i'm so happy like no yeah nobody wants to fucking do that but and at the same time too like the whole tight beat thing it's super overused like they made a yeah. good point like it is it's it's yep. To the point where, like, there needs to be a new marketing scheme that catches on. Like, there's something that someone's not seeing somewhere, and that'll be the new thing, you know? Yeah. It's, it's all just relative to the time, you know? I, I feel like just, like, when people were just starting to make money on SoundClick, be like, oh, you're a SoundClick producer? And yeah. then, you know, <laughs> like, Bryson Tiller now is rapping about SoundClick. And you know, SoundClick is still relevant to this fucking super day. Super relevant, yeah. You know, and yeah. it spawned Beat Stars and Airbit and like all these other like music. My Flash Store, yeah, all of them, yeah, all of them. And it, it is basically the grandfather of all of these beat selling sites that right. are that are out there now. So yeah, you know, the, it's the just it, it was just real interesting to watch all these industry cats talk about like how one sector. It'd be like type beat producer saying like fuck those tv music guys right All they do is get briefs <laughs> from music supervisors and then they're basically getting told what to write and it's like well everybody kind of draws inspiration from somewhere like yeah. whether it be from some intrinsic like fucking self memory that you have or from yeah. you know someone telling you hey this is what i want you're yeah. gonna you're not originality is like it's kind of, I won't say it's not real, but it's always influenced. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Know? I mean, originality is spawned, I think, from from influence. So I mean, like you know, you don't come out with originality. I mean, you come out with probably some level of originality. Like you have an idea, but like especially when it comes to music, I think because all of us, I mean, at some point or another. Although I did, there was a guy at work the other day that like we were talking about music and picking music to play and he was we asked him like what music do you want to play and he's like i don't really listen to music and like i didn't know how to respond to that like mm. he couldn't name an artist that he wanted to listen to at that time so like mm. i was like i i guess there's people out there that that don't listen to a lot of music um but for me like i grew up around music like we always had music jamming so mm. i i definitely see that influence in my music that i write today um yeah. that was basically my point of that i, I got sidetracked a little there that's good. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you made your point, though. Like, everybody has influences. And so yeah. for you to say that type beat producers aren't creative because they make because they label their creations after they're done by an artist's name, like, you're way off base with that. Like, what are you saying? You know, yeah. everybody everybody's making a type beat because, motherfucker, everybody right. wants to work with these artists that are being yeah. type beated. Like, That's so, exactly it. You know, it's not like... I couldn't imagine Illmind just sitting down and being like, all right, man. Well, maybe Illmind could, but like some new producer sitting down and being like, all right, man, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, make this beat. And you know what? Not really having the intention. And then it like yeah. end up fucking in Drake's hands in it. And sometimes it does work like that. But like, yeah, if you have intent with what you're doing, I'm sure your chances go up way more than exactly if you're just fucking around, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I've definitely come. I I think that that's one of the things I struggle with is like, I'll sit down and be like, okay, yeah, I'm going to try to. And, but then I like, I always bunny trail and I always end up yeah. just kind of writing it. Um, but yeah, like I, I was listening, I caught a clip, I think from that same podcast today. And, uh, one of the people that was on there was talking about, you know, producers that make 10, 15 beats in a day and was, she was kind of shitting on the idea yeah yeah and i was like well i mean if you're efficient and and you can write these beats i mean not every beat has to be a fucking masterpiece like you know i i remember seeing something about kanye on one of his albums that he that he did like the beat that he got from this producer was like an eight bar loop that was at a different tempo and he took the beat and flipped it you know into a hit song so like i mean I think there's something to be said for simplicity and creating a project that an artist can, you know, an artist, if, if, whether it's a rapper or a rapper producer, like a Kanye situation where he's like, okay, I hear this going somewhere else, but I like, you know, where this is at. Let me flip this sample, blah, 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 whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I mean, there, there's definitely something to be said for that, um, that process of creating something. But I mean, you know, with doing the 15 minutes to finish, I found out that, yeah, it is possible to sit down and structure something out in 15 minutes that is to a point that I think if you handed it to an artist and said, hey, this is the idea I got. Let's build on this. If you had an artist that was feeling that track, I don't think they'd turn you down on that. Be like, oh, no, you know what? You don't have enough fucking cowbell in there for me yet. Add right. some cowbell, add some fucking other percussion to this shit, and then maybe I'll get onto it. Like, if the idea is dope, it's a dope idea, whether it took you 10 minutes or it took you 10 hours to finish, right. you know? So, yeah, like, it, that. the 15 minutes to finish has been a, has been a great eye-opener for me to realize that, okay, yeah, I can sit down 
and bang out an idea in 15 minutes and not get too hyper focused on like trying to make this my 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 fucking open and my my masterpiece for you know 2017 because like that's just not the case that's not what i'm trying to do with hip-hop beats i I don't think that, that that's ever been the goal the goal has been to make some money off of it and getting it in the hands of a dope lyricist yeah 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 i mean uh the 15 minutes to finish dude like the thing about it is like you don't have to stop at 15 minutes like there's a lot of times where I'll start off with the 15 minutes to finish, but I'll get in a flow state. Like I'll just get in a state to where I'm not really <laughs> thinking about how much time I'm spending anymore. Yeah. And I just, I know what I want to do now. Like that. Sometimes I just use it just to like get out of my own way. A lot of times the, my problem was that I would be like, that's not good enough. Like, or <laughs> man, that shit doesn't fit right there. Or man, that sounds whack. They're not gonna like that. But with 15 minutes, like, you don't really have time. Like, you either got to no. lay it or don't. And if you yep. lay it, you got to keep it. So Don't don't you know, think about it too much. <laughs> yeah, you can't think about it. As you can see on one of ours, I got caught up in my old hat ways and, you know, unfortunately didn't finish in 15 minutes. But, you know, yeah, like, that, that is what it's for. Like, yeah. you know, it, I finished what I could in 15 minutes. Was it my best work? No. Would I ever, like actually give that to somebody probably mm-hmm. not probably but, not but but at some point you may go now. back and get it though you know like yeah. i mean it's, it's at some point you may go back and work on it again yeah like i definitely think you know not every 15 minutes that i sit down and, and like set a time on myself because i have been doing it more frequently even since we started the games just because i wanted to get in the practice of of doing it so like when we do the live stream you know we end up with a good result because mm-hmm. like I mean, not every time is going to be a good result. Like you said, like sometimes you're going to fumble and just be like, yeah, I spent way too much time. I spent seven and a half minutes trying to write this like four bar melody. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, And I got no time for anything else. So, um, but yeah, it, it has been super interesting to, to keep working in that kind of that mind state. And I, I was reading something in a book that, um, it was written for Ableton. It was like 74, um, can't remember what the hell it was like 74 processes for like the creative musician Mm. um and it was interesting to read in there the different like mindsets of people because you hear some people say like oh you know you don't need to spend too much time like perfecting a loop or something like that whereas in this book they were talking about like you know what it's okay to sit down and and perfect a loop you know spend as much time as you need kind of on it so Mm. like it's i think there's i think there's traps in bo- in both of them like i think you can get carried away with the 15 minutes to finish in like pushing yourself to maybe not do your best work mm. um but then i think you can also get caught up in that thing where you're trying to perfect you know eight bars or 16 bars or whatever um and you just end up like hating it after working on it for you know 90 minutes straight or whatever right. and you're just like you you don't have a fresh perspective on it anymore so you end up just hating it the the interesting thing that i found about like doing the the whole timed uh beat making thing too is that like if i go hard at it if you go hard at it for like any kind of experience uh, extended period of time you're gonna get way better like just way better really quickly like Mm -hmm. i was i was shocked at like just how like the quality of what 15 minutes was for me like this is mm-hmm. recently too. Like just I noticed that it was better. I was like, oh wow. And then I noticed that like sometimes I'd finish and I'd still have like three minutes left. Nice. And I'd be like, oh well, 
I know what I can get done in three minutes now, you know, yeah. like I, I know that I could maybe add a B part now, you yeah. know, like, or I can start structuring a little bit deeper. And, you know, if you were to, if you were to really commit to 15 minutes and really just push through all those shitty times where you just don't feel like doing it, which is really easier said than done. Like, <laughs> like you would be a fucking beast. Like, I yeah. really believe that. Like, if you just did that, you'd be a beast at the end of maybe like three or four months straight, you know, yep. 90 days straight. I I firmly believe that. And this is all for Mike Monday too. Like, this is not an original idea. Mike Monday, no. we've talked about him on the podcast. He's, you know, he, he's a creative genius when it comes to like helping you get over beat block. He's great. Yeah. Well, and it's, he, he does a lot of things with just like that, that process of getting out of your own way. Like you said, you know, like it, because I, I've, I've heard people say, you know, that there's like a time limit that you can listen to a song before you just like, don't want to fuck with it anymore. And like when you hit that threshold, um, you know, it's like, you just kind of throw it out. And I mean, I've done it too. You know, I've gotten to the point where I've worked on beats for, you know, two, three hours and just been like, Oh God, I hate everything about this right Mm now. And the funny part is, is that if you go back to it, you know, maybe after a month, couple weeks, whatever, like you'll be like, Oh, you know what? Yeah, this is the, the idea here was good. Like now I hear the parts that that I need to fix. So like, yeah, like finding those ways to stay creative and boost creativity is I think super important for producers and it's it's a hard thing to do but if you take the time to focus on it and do like a 15 minutes to finish challenge or even if you got to set a time limit of like 30 minutes to finish you know if you can't do it in 15 minutes because sometimes that failure for people I think is too much but like you know set set restrictions on yourself and like you'll find that I think you're going to break down those, those kind of those barriers you set for yourself. And then you're going to just start busting through them. And like, and that's from personal experience. That's been my experience so far. Yeah. It's just, you know, busting through the, the barriers. Cause since we've started doing that, like my output as far as beats has probably quadrupled at this point, I would say easily, easily. And, and yep. you know, like that gives you confidence too. like now, oh. now you have like a catalog, like you actually have a catalog. So you don't have to fucking be like, well, this one's not done, and this one's kind of like, I don't know how I feel about this one because now you have, like, 40 beats to go through. So now it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, you know? <laughs> but speaking of creativity, uh, yeah. we've missed a lot of news since we've been gone doing our thing with the live stream. But there's one yeah. huge, I think, every beat maker that, grew, that started in the early 2000s has been waiting for the moment that I'm going to talk about, and that's Uh-oh. reason propeller no reason. head reason finally finally wait reason or reasons both of them <laughs> both of them <laughs> reasons and reason finally you can have vsts finally third party vst full third party vst support yep. I, I don't even have reason so it doesn't even matter to me but like i was just so happy to see that they finally did that just yep. being an x reason user like damn it finally took, it took them almost to 2020 to get <laughs> 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 are almost obsolete and they finally did it yeah i'm so happy for him man that's awesome i uh, i wish that i had reason almost i know right like i i was i broke out my copy of reason i think seven the other day and i was just kind of looking at it and i was like 
Oh, do I pull the trigger on an upgrade or no? And I was like, no, I don't think so. Yeah. I was like, I don't no looking back at this point. Um, yeah, I'm definitely kind of a, a logic guy for life, but yeah, I think it's exciting for a reason to finally get that VST support in there. And, and it seems like at least from the videos that I've watched that like <clears throat> the, the shell of how it handles VSTs is the same as it handles the internal instruments in reason. Mm. So like for reason users, like that's going to be huge. It's huge. just going to open up extra, extra channels for people to get shit done in reason, which is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That was always my main gripe. Like, dude, I, I feel like I'm handcuffed here because I can't like, I, I'm going to have to export everything out and then import it in the pro tools or whatever DAW I'm using. Like, that's just, that's too yeah. much. Like, let me at least get a, a rough mix with some third parties in here. You yeah, know, like this is this is too much. But now they don't have that problem anymore. I'm proud of them. <laughs> did you ever guys. get did you ever get in an argument with anybody about well, Reason does support VSTs <sighs> when when they started doing the external MIDI shit? Oh my god, <laughs> god, no, I, I had did that. It. I did. I had that conversation so many fucking times. It was so. Un- I'm like, no, yeah, it it'll do it through external MIDI, but that's not true VST yeah. support. Like, you're not gonna be able to do shit with that VST inside of that DAW. So, yeah. good luck with that. But um, no. You could trigger some <laughs> shit. You could do like some CV stuff. Like, if you yeah, to, like run it through a. If you had a cool filter, that was third party <laughs> or something like that, maybe. I don't know. I never really got that deep into it to even <laughs> Me care. Either. You know, nope. but I knew that I, if I had waves, I couldn't use that shit in reason. So that's all that. That's all that you needed to know. <laughs> done you know? and done. <laughs> yeah, and I was not feeling their SSL modeling on on their shit. So they can, you know, go ahead and keep that. But you know, I like uh, I like the EQs do, on it. The, the EQs in reason. The EQs were all right in reason. You thought um, so. I thought so. Yeah, like they they were fun. They were functional. Um, I don't know about SSL modeling, but right. like I did, I did like the look of that mixer channel that you know looked like the SSL board. So like uh, I'll give I'll give him that for appearance. Like that was definitely cool. And then the the editing and reason was always was always mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, um, they were one of those original like MIDI editors. It was like FL yep. and Reason. Yeah, those are like the two bigger bigger ones. So yeah, their MIDI's always been dope. Uh, but I do miss their soft sense, like Subtractor, Maelstrom, all those mm-hmm. shits. Those were actually really good. I still have the Thor app on my iPad. And I love it. I still fuck with it every once in a while, even though like I'm not an avid. Or I don't use re- Reason at all anymore. Like I still have probably like 90 patches for Thor on the iPad. That's like so I used, I used to just fuck with it all the time. Yeah, look how far we've come, man. Yep. <laughs> we have evolved. Way. Come a long <laughs> way in our podcast and in our personal music lives. That's so, right. Yeah, Evolution. Evolution is the theme of this podcast. That's right. Do you have anything else? I don't really have anything else. No, man. I uh, We're going to keep it moving. Yeah, stay stay tuned for the 2.0. If, if you haven't come and checked out the live stream yet, come check it out. Get in the chat, talk with us. Um, if you want to collab with us, go download Ohm Studio, and uh, let's let's get our collab on. Like uh, I'm with it. Uh, I'm in. I'm usually working in the studio every single night. So um, anybody who wants to collab, you, you hit me up. And let me know. Um, we'll find out about you know putting it up there and and see what we can do. Yeah, yeah. I just want to reiterate the fact that it's free. <laughs> free. <laughs>
all the way free. Like, dude, like, what do you have to lose? Like, a little mm-hmm. bit of hard drive space, I guess. I don't know. but And it, barely any at that. <laughs> right. Right. Like, but the thing is, like, you can't do this anywhere else. Like, you can't go out and buy another copy of something else that's way better than this because there's mm-hmm. nothing else. So, nope. if you want to collab while, like, it basically, if you want to be in the studio with your homie without being in the studio with them and make music, then download them. Like, come on. It's a really a yep. no-brainer. You don't even have Get to it. come and fuck with our show. I would recommend it because we know a lot about it. But, yep. like, just do it for yourself. Like, just to see, like, oh, this is cool. You know? Um, but, yeah, I think that's going to do it for the show. If you want to yeah. find us online... You can do so uh, on Instagram at the Audio Files Show. The Audio Files Show now. Look at that. We're upgraded. Mm. Uh, on Instagram, you can find us on Twitter at T A F P O D. That's never going to change. Taff Pod. Um, mm-hmm. And you could find Dustin at Devious underscore DB, Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. Like, Come like, follow me. Like a boss. And you could I'll find follow you me. back. <laughs> You can find Team me follow at, back at DS underscore Wyatt Earp on Instagram. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much my main, my main go. So you can just fuck with me on there. Okay. Yeah. Love you. Come find us on YouTube. The audio file show. We uh, live stream every Tuesday and Saturday at eight 30. If you want to be a part of it, find us. Yeah. Thanks. Peace out.